Hello guys, it is Friday time. Oh, with my kid's dad he broke it off he wasn't going to be with me no more totally fine with it um, answer some questions for me you guys if you guys can if you guys are broken up are you supposed to be still sleeping in her bed I would say for me I always thought that was a no. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to be sleeping in the same bed with her if you're done, right? You're not together. Why would you put yourself into that predicament? Two, um, if you guys are broken up for good, good, and you're no longer together, you may live in the same house. Uh, but uh, he still asks for money. He still asks for me to wash his clothes and 
stuff like that. Ten. Three. Oh, very, very controlling. Gimme, gimme everything. Gimme all your money. Gimme your money. Who cares if I have money? You don't need money. It's my money. Uh, that's a draw I always thought. At least being told that's what it is. It's not something you should stay. But I'm not trying to. Like, I'm not staying. I'm trying to. I was supposed to be getting my ID today, but. Um, he made me take back the diapers and. Um, the stuff I have bought for our son and stuff. That I needed for myself. Uh, I took it back. Then they tell you, you know, uh, if it's a car, then it's ten business days or five business days, actually. And now we have, like, now he's mad because he doesn't have his money, like the money back. Oh my! I just need some tips. And stuff, and what do you think I should be doing to avoid this? I'm trying to get my own spot by myself, and you know, kids can um, come over when I get my own place. But that he's making it to where it's not that easy to do. I mean, he's just uh, trying to tell me that I am not worthy enough, and I can't do it on my own, and I can't take care of stuff by myself, I always need him, like, you know, um, I always got told that women are stronger than guys, and that women are strong anyways, and they don't need, you know, that, um, meanness in their life, which, some guys would relate that that's not something you should even try to put up with, even though you are trying to get out of your spot. Let's see. Um, I would say I had I have a mom, but um, she isn't the type to care that you're struggling in this kind of situation, or wouldn't help you in this situation. Besides, she would just tell you to come stay with her, which I would do that. But she doesn't have a phone and my brother and stuff won't help me like get the phone number or anything like that just kind of want me to struggle uh, I would just say that this has been going on for 10 days now hasn't stopped hasn't tried to lift up and relax and leave me alone um, I don't clean I don't I do I don't do anything. But side the point to me is just pretty annoying that I don't get love back. I don't get saying, Oh yeah, you do clean. I'm sorry that I'm even saying that or I'm sorry that I'm being such an asshole. I need to relax. I need to love myself. He needs to love himself too not be the way he is. I mean, I'm his kid's mom. He has two kids with me, and then I don't have anybody else. I don't, it's not like I need him in my life. I'm trying to get away from him, and he isn't letting me leave because today I was supposed to go get my ID, and I can't now because my card isn't working.
Um, but later on tonight, we will try to post another um, talk with you before I have to put my go to bed. But hopefully tomorrow is a better day for me. Because, I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I just need some love. And hopefully I can help because I can't stand this. I hope you guys have a good day today and a good day for tomorrow and uh, have a good night. Wait a minute, I came on here, but I do got some gossip to tell y'all. If you guys want to hear it, well, let's just get, jump into a stupid rendezvous. If we will. Who has ever been in a stupid relationship and don't want to be in it but don't know how to get it out of it? Girl, that's me. Uh, yeah, literally me. Uh, it's so hard. Like, I'm ready to leave this stupid relationship. Whoever has felt like they can't get out of the relationship, I don't know how you do it. I know that when you feel like you're ready, it out, you should be able to just leave. But in that case, it's kind of hard to say, hey, get the hell out of here. I want to leave. That's just kind of like, I literally step by myself and have no one to help me sleep. So it's kind of difficult. You depend on other people that say they're going to help you, but I kind of don't because all you can say is that you've been telling them you're ready, but they don't seem to believe you and they just think it's all a game. Uh, if you've ever felt that way and is feeling that way, let me know. Uh, we'll have to really uh, yeah, talk about it now because I'm lost for words and I'm ready to leave. I mean, really, he's really rude. Like, this man... When you say men are gentlemen, like, they're gentlemen, don't do anything for you as long as you do everything for them. He's not like that. That's 100% like, true. Um, I don't know where, why he even like that. But to other people, he sure knows how to prove them wrong by saying, like, oh yeah, well, you know, I'm the sweetest person ever, but like... Everybody knows you, and you're not. Like, for a person to say, Oh, yeah, you know, I'm very gentle, I'm very sweet, I'm a gentleman, I know how to love people, like, I can love you, and say he's really nice, he really helps you, but at the end of the day, when he does help you, he'll complain about it after you're all done asking for help. Let's see, um, number two, uh, he be like, oh, you know, I clean a lot, I do the house, I clean, yeah, okay, okay, well, but then when you get with him and, like, you're dating him for so many years, and you know you're a clean freak and you clean all the time, and you make sure that the shit is picked up and all that stuff, he'll say that you're not. A clean, like, clean. You don't clean. You're lazy as fuck. That's what he says. 
uh, every every detail I say is what exactly what he says. He says he doesn't do, but you see it and you hear it. That makes sense. If anybody like, please let me know if you guys ever will do this or is going to do this, and I will certainly follow you, find you somewhere, and I'll watch your videos and be the biggest describe. Like, I'm telling you, people just don't believe. Um, like people that say, "Oh yeah, you know, she's a good guy or he's a good guy," but like people say, like when they say the good guys or good girls, like they're really not. They're really not, and it's hard to tell because you're not in their shoes or you don't live with them to find out the person is a nice person. And even if you do live with them, they act like they're hella sweet because you're there. When you're not there is when it happens. When the tables turn. And, uh, yeah, no. No, I don't know if I can be, I know I don't want to be with someone that's, uh, really mean to you or acts the way they do to you. Like, it's horrible. Very, very... Extremely horrible. Um, for people to be like really nice to you when you need help and you know you have something wrong with you or there is something wrong with you, they treat you he, they treat you like like they're pretending to help you, but you're really like you know the truth. They don't care to help you. Because I feel like they're so tired and they've done it for forever. But really, you know they haven't done it forever. Huh. A disclaimer. A man and a woman. We can be conceiving. We can be nice. We can love you and do the same thing you can do back as a man. Uh, but sometimes... Uh, People like to overpower that help. Overpower the help. And take full advantage of it. Um, that's me. I kind of am going through that. And I'm glad that you know we're not together anymore. At least it doesn't feel like we are. Because he's mean to me. And when I say mean, like... I actually mean... He's bad person. He's not a nice person. Like, he looks like it when you see him and you get to know him. He'll act like he's really nice, chill, and calm. It's like, he's really not. He's really a mean person, and he's not a nice person. Uh, for a disclaimer, when I first met this guy, he didn't have no job, no, no daily, no nothing. He depended on himself. And if you didn't have money, he'll depend on you. He'll figure it out. Uh, when I got money, then he depended on me. And used my, my, uh, me as income for himself. That makes sense. So, he didn't have no money, I did. Um, a disclaimer. I don't know how to put it, but... Um, you know, there's some people out there that are either disabled or uh, need help. And 
they can't read and um, some people are normal than others and when I say normal they're like they don't have issues with their mental health or in general need help what I'm trying to say is I'm disabled I get social security and he didn't have no money I did and when he didn't have no money then he used me at the time because he didn't have no money and he didn't think he needed to get a job because he already had money coming in would you let somebody use you for that many years for years and years on end use you for how long they wanted to use you for or how would you say leave me alone and don't do that or you can't use me I'm a quiet person and I know there's a lot of people that tell me speak up and don't let people run all over you or use you for whatever the hell they want to use you for Uh, I don't know Uh, it's kind of hard for me to be like oh yeah well don't do that I'm scared to hear them yell at you because if you felt like you've been through that predicament as a child, then it's kind of stuck to you to say, hey, don't use me for anything. And if you are, please ask me. But, you know, if you can't do that, you're kind of just like, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. You can use it. But you're really trying to say, like, how do you say, don't use it. Don't touch my money. Or, no, you can't have nothing. So, that's me. I don't know how to say, hey, don't. Don't use my money. Don't touch my money. Don't ask for nothing. I'm not, like, standing up for myself anymore. And it kind of sucks because I wish I could have helped, you know. To uh, say no and stand up for myself because it would be nice to feel relieved and feel like I could stand up for myself. Um, we currently live, I currently live in an apartment with, I just went to see if I can get my own place, you know, it's kind of hard because if you're disabled and you don't know how to read, you can't really do anything on your own because you need someone to help you read and help you sign stuff out. And unfortunately, when that issue is like that, you don't get to do it fast enough to do it yourself. Um, unlike some people already know how to read and don't have that issue they either have other issues and so I wish I knew how to read so I can get out of here fast enough but I don't and I don't know how to drive because I have issues with my body and it's kind of hard to do anything really Um, I have a mom but She's not the greatest mom, and then I have a brother, and he's not the best brother. 
You know, people choose not to talk to you for their reasons only and then make constituents or make decisions on their own and see why they don't want to talk to you or they don't want to tell you why they don't want to talk to you. Um, I'll be back with an update. If you guys like this kind of stuff, then, you know, go ahead and let me know and I'll keep on posting. I know it's been a minute since I've been on here, but... I will try to uh, consistently do this more often than um, other times. And yeah, I hope you guys like my gossip. And if it's something you like, then I'll definitely continue on doing this more often. And yes, I hope you guys have a great day. And I will definitely have an update on more stuff. See you later. Hello guys, my name is uh, Rosie. I have a little story I want to tell y'all. I've been on here and just kind of give you guys a little inside of a story that I know of and I won't mention her name because it would just be anonymous name and I will come up with a name and tell you the story. There was a uh, young 15 year old girl, it was in this small town she lived, and um, this young girl was in a small town and she had two, uh, she had, she was the only girl, she had no dad, uh, her two brothers had a dad, and fortunately the little girl never met her dad. He still remains anonymous. She doesn't know of the little girl. Doesn't know anything about her father. And um, she goes, she goes to grow up, and um, you know she has a mom, and she has an older brother that is around but not present all the time, and. Um, she grows up to be a little girl to not knowing to not knowing what things are okay and when they're all when they are okay and when they're not okay that makes sense to you guys and now we are we are all known to know what things are and when things are not okay. Um, unfortunately, she has a mother, but her mother isn't trying to watch her or care for her or tell her, you know, when things are bad and what things are not bad. And this little girl, again, she's 15. Her name is, uh, we're gonna make up a name because she remains anonymous. And at the end, I may mention her real name, and I may, not too sure. But her name is, her nickname would be Marie. Um, and Marie grows up to be an successful little girl. She goes to school, and again, she has two older brothers. One 
doesn't know how to speak much and she goes to high school and everything seems to be okay um there's things that the little girl doesn't know how to bring up to anybody else because her mother says that it's a-okay um, as an a-okay the little girl does get hurt in a way that we all don't want to get hurt and as if you guys know what that means for the majority of you guys if you guys know what that means and don't know what that means now she gets hurt not like an algae on her leg or her body she gets hurt by younger by a man and this man her mom has a kid two kids with and um it seems to be really hard for the little girl because she doesn't know what's right from wrongs when that stuff happens she disapproves and the man tells her that it's okay for that for that to happen that your mom wouldn't care and don't tell your mommy because she'll get mad that this is happening don't tell your mom because if you tell your mom what's happening you will get in trouble and so the girl never tells anybody but she gets older she eventually tells someone and the young that her brother's dad takes her the girl to a police department in her hometown the hometown police department just uh, keeps her because he hears what happens because the young guy well the guy tells the cop the cop the sheriff or the police officer there uh, what's going on and so the police officer just keeps the little girl and tells the man to leave because he's not my father he's not the little girl's father and so what he had originally thought he can do is to keep the little girl and see if he can get the little girl's name in custody of him in his name and that doesn't turn out as planned because I don't know why he thought he could do that because it didn't work. It didn't work for the little girl and the little girl was scared. And again, her mother didn't care for her or show her any sympathy or love. The little girl was scared. Her cousin came with her. The little girl, the little girl knew her cousin but not as well as her cousin should know her and didn't believe anything the little girl was saying her cousin didn't believe anything the little girl was saying which was kind of messed up in my and if i say so myself that makes sense and so uh the little girl goes on with her life she gets older and she gets older by herself and i mean she doesn't live at home anymore because she tries to run away from the environment and her way to running away from the environment is to live on the streets and no as in no as in she's never prostituted herself or did anything bad like that but she did live her life by herself as any young girl would probably do but it's wrong because no one out there tried to help her and along the way her little girl the little girl knew that she had aunties that cared for her but she never got to go live with them because her mother never wanted her to go live with them her aunts and she told uh, her mother told her aunts that 
nothing's going on. She's doing great. Nothing's happening at the house. She's totally fine. Everything is good. So she be she believes to tell her uh, her sisters, which is the little girl's aunts, to tell them a lie. The mother does. As the little girl gets older, she does realize that she's in the world by herself. And she becomes to be an adult. And when she becomes to be an adult, it gets harder for her. And it does get really hard. And, you know, for some people say that going to counseling or getting any help or stuff like that, yes, it helped the little girl a little bit. But she needed more treatment and she didn't get much because her mother didn't believe that she needed help anymore. From the beginning, the little girl didn't want... The little girl wanted all the help, and besides all of the help, she wanted more help, and she wanted us to leave the house. As a little girl tried to tell anybody that something bad is happening at the house, she tries, but no one believes her, and none of the police officers do either. And as this one gentleman, as a police officer, said, I'd rather do something bad just to help you get rid of him. And he said, I would just... I would just kill him right here on the spot, but I couldn't do that because I'd be risking his life, his job. And the little girl just stays anonymous to live where she's stabled with her mother. And the little girl gets older and eventually settles down with someone that uh, believes her and doesn't like the person. Um, she eventually has three kids, two boys and one girl. And she originally had two boys and one girl. And for her, it was scary to have a little girl because she had promised to herself that she never wanted to let anything like that ever, ever happen to her little princess or her kids because what kind of mom does that? I mean, the little girl, if you can imagine, the little girl grows up in a lot of pain. And a lot of pain, just everything you can imagine that a person goes through when they're stressed and trauma in their lives as they were little kids. And now the little girl gets older again. She lives on her alone. Um, she lives on the street still. She eventually finds friends that uh, let her move in and rent free. And then she finds a young guy that wanted to be the girl's boyfriend and he lived in a whole different city and we can mention his name because the little girl isn't with him anymore and she's not a little girl anymore she's an adult so but because she's stuck in the little world of hers uh the boyfriend of the girl's is a young guy and he is not a good person as she sees but the guy still wanted to be with her and she chose not to be because he's not a good guy he's a drug addict and he likes to do drugs and she doesn't agree of it because she's seen a lot of drugs in her life as a little girl and seen her relatives and brother and a lot of people in her life do drugs and she didn't approve of it. It's majority of the people that in the world doesn't approve of it either and she knew that that was bad because she's always heard it was bad. 
and the way she heard is uh, you know she's always seen people in her life either uh, end up in jail or prison or in bad situations that she knew was wrong um, she didn't have a brother figure because the brother didn't believe her at first and as 20 years go by they get to be rough for her because she doesn't get any help that she originally wanted she runs into her aunts through a phone call and um and um and the little girl begins begins to uh be depressed and becomes emotional all the time crying all the time and she begins to become very very bad for her because she goes down the wrong path because she doesn't know any better she knows that she's been hurt before and that she knows that if she goes down the good path the, she's afraid to go down that path so she goes down a different trail that looks better to her and so she goes down that path and the little girl becomes to do drugs but not any kind of drugs it's just a calm drug and to calm her down she would always um, smoke weed and hang out with bad people that would do bad things and that's just all she knew that made her feel good inside and she would be on the streets a lot and hang out with friends and live her life she uh, would rather do that instead of going back to this place that she knew it was best because uh, being hurt like that all the time isn't good because she didn't know any better. She didn't know any better. She just knew that she's been hurt. And um, she just knew that she's been severely damaged as a little girl. And she got hurt by a guy that was her brother's dad. And... Uh, no one cared to help her so eventually she goes to school she goes to high school and meets a couple of her friends that uh, meets a couple of her friends and uh, they're in foster homes and they ask her if she wanted to come because they already knew what happened she already knew what happened they're her friends, and so her friends decided to help her out by going to a foster home. The foster home, it sounds fun and exciting. She goes to foster care, and then um, the reason why she goes to foster home is because she's been hurt by a guy, and she's a young little girl. And the, if you know what I mean, then you must, then you should know what I'm trying to say. The little girl gets hurt by a guy that's her brother's dad. And her brother isn't around to cater to her or help her or say, hey, what's wrong with you? Nothing like that. So she's on her own and she doesn't know 
what to do and she copes to a younger mother figure that is actually there for her and tries to help her and the young lady tries to help her and she already knew what's wrong because the little girl had told her what happened and uh, she tries to help her but the young guy the guy that actually hurt her was thinking it was all a joke and so the little girl couldn't really get help from the lady because all the lady was thinking is to get her out of there and she tried and it didn't work because the man was being very malicious and rude and thinking it was funny when the lady was trying to tell her what she was going to do to the guy. The little girl got molested by this guy that was her brother's uh, dad, which is her uncle. And, um, let's just say the little girl wasn't so happy after what happened to her. Got blamed for it because it was her fault. The guy never did any time for it or anything like that. The little girl went to court and lost. The guy won. Uh, the guy's still actually alive. He still lives with my mother, uh, lives with the little girl's mom and uh, the little girl becomes depressed and everything like that and goes to counseling and stuff and um, grows up to be a young mom to three kids and she does excellent being a mother unfortunately she has a baby daddy that isn't so great uh isn't not so great the young guy the but her kid's dad is very rude to her calls her all names in the book when he should be trying to help her and of course there's always reasons of why men are doing that or why women do that to men or women uh, per se, the w little girl is still stuck in her trauma because she never got it fixed. And the only way she can get that fixed is she gets help. And sometimes uh, help doesn't even work. But the little girl has a secret that she can never tell anybody. And it would be so hard for her to tell someone. But she can't wait to tell someone this this feeling that she's had for a long time and she tries to communicate with her mother but her mother just doesn't seem to think it's real she does come out and actually asks her mother would she believe her or not and did she ever believe her and the mom said yes i did but she didn't have any more answers after that after she got from her mother so she eventually started to cry and she became suicidal so if we all know what suicidal means that means she tried to kill herself multiple times and it never worked and yes does she ever feel suicidal yes yes she does because she'd wish that her life was over because she actually never got what she wanted and so she eventually has kids again. You know, she has three boy, two boys, one girl, and her oldest is an eight-year-old. And of course, we all know kids like to ask parents questions of what happened to them and how their childhood was. And so her oldest proceeds to ask her, and she doesn't know how to 
tell him, and eventually she tells them little hints here and there. Here and there, and so the little girl actually becomes anonymous. She doesn't like to say her name because why should she say her name? If no one believed her then, why would they believe her now? And so, uh, with that being said, the little girl does never get help. And she does go to counseling a couple times as she's an adult. And the only persons that actually believe her and tells her the truth that, you know, that's not okay, that men don't do that to you, and that's not how it goes in families, household, or that's just how... Well, the guy that raped did that to her said that uh, that's what Mexican people do. So the girl is Mexican and English, but she speaks full English, then she does Spanish. She doesn't have a father in her life. She does know who her dad is. She does have a mother, but... For a long time, the little girl believed that bad things happened to her, and that's okay. So she believed it. And she becomes an adult, and she believes that, you know, she's been told so many lies that stuff like that doesn't actually happen to you because it's a bad thing that that happens to you. And so the little girl actually believes her aunt. And her aunts tell her the truth, that stuff like that doesn't ever happen, and so she believes to believe her aunt, because her aunt would never tell a lie. And her aunt told her the truth, that because her aunt is Mexican, just like her, that she believes everything her aunt said. And then recently, her aunt that took care of her for a long time actually passed away. And she never knew that... Uh, she never got to say goodbye to her aunt before she left. She feels devastated because all she could wish is for her to say her goodbyes and ask her. At least ask her. Or at least tell her that, you know, she's thankful for her taking care of her and sorry for not, you know, taking care of me. I'm sorry for being so rude. I was just hurt really bad and she just wished that she could say her goodbyes and she never got to do that. And um, we all know how that feels when you don't get to say goodbye to someone that leaves the world and took care of you. And so the little girl becomes really sad and doesn't know what to do with her life because not only is she being hurt physically in love, but she's not still healing from the damage that she got when she was a little girl. And and the little girl is kind of just an adult now, and she gets older to believe that stuff like that doesn't ever happen to anybody, and it's not supposed to happen, but it actually did happen. And... She has three kids now, and she just raises them to be treated much better than she ever would be treated when she was a young little girl. And, um, futuring her name, if you guys would like to know her name, uh, it starts with an R, ends with an A. Put the letters together, it would be pretty easy to say. I'll give you a... It sounds like a rose, but it's really not a rose. It sounds like there's a Z in it, but it's not a Z. It will be a, um, 
easy way to remember her name. You could uh, just imagine how painful she is going through as an adult now and how much pain she could be going through now and how it's... If you guys have tips and tricks and what you guys could do to help the young girl, the woman now, she's not a little girl anymore, and how you can tell her that, you know, everything will be okay, and what she can do is what counseling she can take, and, you know, just help her out and make sure that she's okay, and to teach herself that, you know, that stuff like that should have never happened to you, and one thing she can mention to the world is so she could talk and tell anybody that stuff like that isn't supposed to happen, uh, it shouldn't happen. And her name is Rosia. Rosia. Her middle name is Maria, and she didn't really want to go through that lifestyle because it wasn't right to her, and she didn't know that it wasn't and wasn't and wasn't. She knew. She didn't know it was okay when that stuff was happening. All she can believe is that stuff was real. And it's not okay for anybody to ever go through that. And for you guys to know, for for an adult or whoever, whoever is going through that, for you guys to, for you guys to know that stuff like that doesn't happen to you. And if you're in a culture that's any kind of race, uh, it's stuff like that doesn't happen in your race. It doesn't really happen ever. Um, and if you guys need someone in your family to tell you that, then you should reach out to someone in your family and ask them if that happened in your culture. I did, and I believed the opposite of it until I actually asked my aunt, and she told me that nothing like that in the Spanish culture ever happens. And I believed her when I became an adult. And I wish that my mother would have let me let me leave, let me leave, and let me move in with my aunt because I would have been much better. But I turned out to be nothing and never had positively ever go right with me. And um, as a little girl, you grow up to, you grow up to feeling disgusting and live on the streets because you don't want to go back to a dangerous environment and it wasn't a good environment because I didn't know any better. I didn't know that stuff like that would happen and I believed that stuff was true, that stuff like that happened. So I'd rather live on the streets when I was an adult and not go back home. And my mother would beg me to come back, but I chose not to because why should I? I would go back to just get clothes and not come back because I'd rather just live with my friends and that right there was a moment that I didn't know so if you guys are going through stuff like that please reach out to someone that will actually tell you the truth and they will certainly help you Um, if you have relatives that will actually help you then you should reach out to them and ask them if you're in a if you need help they will definitely help you um, please, if you guys are struggling, please reach out to someone that's going to help you. Um, I reached out to someone and they helped me.
but not all the time do they help you. So make sure that you actually reach out to a relative instead of someone that's helping you. Um, for that on out, I hope that you guys like this little video or radio station. I don't know what it's called. But I hope you guys liked it and I will be back when I come up with a new story. Thank you and I hope you guys liked it. And the little girl wasn't me.